Omnicron grips the market. A big bank CEO on the Fed. Some big time analyst calls. California considers cutting solar incentives. And Wells Fargo jumps in on the blockchain. This is the Running With The Money briefing. Let's get into it. up and welcome to another episode of the running with the money briefing powered by pound the table either way we are back looking at these markets and having the time of our lives unless you're on the red side of this sucker um which today the market's moving to the downside dow jones down 320 s&p 500 down 43 and the nasdaq down 217 not the best day there are only four sectors in the green today utilities healthcare consumer defensive and real estate the rest of the market moving to the downside the worst performing sector of the day energy down 2.6 percent meanwhile consumer statistical down 2.37 percent and technology names down 1.68 percent so not the best day for that area. You saw travel names getting crushed. And of course, why are they getting crushed? Well, guys, take a look at what's going on with COVID-19. You take a look at the nationwide COVID-19, uh, basically rates of admission here. And what we have, what we have is the spread of COVID-19 has climbed 14.4% across the United States. And that's for the week ended December 9th. You take a look at specific states, specifically states with big time cities, such as New York state and in New York state the seven day average case rate has actually moved up 43 percent and hospitalizations are up 29 percent not good now this new omnicron variant has been spreading rapidly it's been spreading rapidly in europe and the uk specifically we are also seeing big time spread here in the united states the omnicron variant now being identified as of today in at least 30 states, according to the Washington Post. In the U.S. today, passing 50 million coronavirus cases, according to John Hopkins University and Bloomberg Media. So, not a good look when it comes to COVID-19 and the rate of spread in hospitalizations here in the United States. Therefore, travel names taking a hit today. But what in the world is going on in the U.K.? Well, we had a big headline out. The first person to die from the Omicron variant. Uh, well, that event has occurred. That person has unfortunately passed away. Prayers out to that family. But at the end of the day, that did happen. That kind of spooked the market. No one had yet passed away due to this Omicron variant up until this one UK case. So not good stuff there. And you take a look at what's going on in the UK and their government is saying, unquote, that it is spreading at a phenomenal rate, this Omicron variant, and is doubling every few days. That's according to their health organization. So not good stuff going on with Omicron globally and nationally, definitely spooking the markets in general, those travel names. We also got some commentary this morning in a CNBC interview out of Morgan Stanley CEO James Gorman on the Fed. What did he have to say about the Federal Reserve and interest rates and a quicker taper? He went on to say, quote, we are heading towards a rising interest rate environment. I felt the Federal Reserve would be better off storing away some of the rate increases so when the inevitable downturn comes, you've got some ammunition to fight with. 
He went on to say, in essence, that the Federal Reserve is, quote, 10 rate increases from normal, and that, quote, if I were the Fed, I would start moving earlier rather than later, store away some ammunition, and accept the reality. He rounded out his interview by saying, I don't think it derails the economy. This is what you need. You need balance in the economy, and that was in reference to a quicker taper and interest rates. So it seems Morgan Stanley, CEO, James Gorman definitely wants to Fed the Titan. He definitely wants to possibly see some interest rates, and he does not believe that it will have a significant downside effect on the economy, but there could be and probably will be some near-term volatility. Once again, we will hear from Fed Chair Powell on 2 uh, 2 p.m. Wednesday, something to pay attention to coming out of this FOMC meeting that goes from the 14th tomorrow to the 15th in the press conference for that, once again, will be 2 p.m. on Wednesday, something to pay attention to, a big focus of the market this week. And there will also be a big-time pound of the table space. By the way, for those of you who are listening, pound of the table will be hosting, um, and our team member, Raul, will be hosting a space with Stock Talk Weekly, um, and a few other big time FinTwit favorites and they will be going over all of the commentary surrounding the FOMC and how their decisions are going to affect the market coming out of this meeting. So definitely put that on your calendars. But in the meantime, to focus, Morgan Stanley, CEO, James Gorman, wanting the Fed to go after a quicker taper, wanting the Fed, or at least saying he would like to see the Fed uh, bring those rate hikes forward, and he thinks that the Fed needs to prepare for an upcoming or possible um, next downturn here. So definitely something to pay attention to. We'll hear from the Fed at 2 p.m. on Wednesday coming out of this two-day meeting. Now, shifting into the biggest analyst calls of the day, we had KeyBank reiterate Disney as overweight, going on to say, quote, we update our estimates on Disney. Following our review of Disney's 10K, we recommend buying Disney. And while we expect full year 2022 to be an investment year, investments reaffirm Disney's momentum long term. KeyBank liking Disney after going through that 10Q. We also had Cohen naming Amazon a top pick of 2022. Going on to say, quote, we expect accelerating top line growth starting in 2Q of 2022 as e-commerce comps ease with the one-day, same-day offering bolstering by historic fulfillment investments since 2020, delivering higher conversion and fueling potential upside to our forecast. Robust growth Growth at AWS and advanced business will drive operating margin. We extended model to 2027 and modestly changed long-term estimates price target to 4,500. Cohen, it's safe to say they're bullish on Amazon throughout 2022. We also had Goldman Sachs naming Boeing as a top pick uh, for 2022. By the way, I do hold Boeing stock. I have to disclose that um, on this show. If I own a stock and I talk about it, I have to disclose it. I also own some Amazon full disclosure, but Goldman Sachs going on to name Boeing a top pick of 2022 saying quote as air travel has recovered airlines are increasingly committed to fleet modernization which we expect to support a continued rebound in new aircraft orders this year we also see a relatively high likelihood of three catalysts over the next few months that should allow the market to 
look out to normalized earnings and cash flow and remove critical overhangs on the stock. Goldman Sachs liking Boeing for 2022. Goldman Sachs also naming Deer a top pick for 2022 today, going on to say, quote, beyond the cycle, we expect 2022 to mark the year when the industry increases focus on the $54 billion total addressable market from precision agriculture as yield improvement and input cost reductions accelerate amid a broadening product cycle for the industry. And Deere, in particular, with upcoming analyst day of events, the key focus and with AGCEO benefiting as well. We also had R5 Capital downgrading Costco to hold from buy. And that's a name that has been leading this market. So what did R5 have to say? They go on to say, quote, we hold pretty steadfast to not making valuation downgrades. However, we also hold true to the idea that if we are to recommend investors buy an equity, that we must have reasonable expectation that that equity will appreciate materially over the next year. And we can't say that anymore with Costco. So R5 Capital pretty much downgrading Costco to hold from buy here on a valuation uh, basically call. They're saying that Costco has ran quite a bit and we don't see much more upside in the coming year. We had JP Morgan adding Qualcomm to their focus list today, going on to say, quote, the primary driver of the upside, however, should be a re-rating from the inexpensive 16 times full year 2024 EPS ex-Apple led by diversification, J.P. Morgan liking Qualcomm, and that's saying, look, they're kind of inexpensive. We also had J.P. Morgan naming Apple a top pick for 2022. Speaking of Apple, going on to say, quote, Apple shares have managed to reverse the underperformance of the first half of 2021 in recent weeks as expectations around the iPhone 13 demand cycle have improved from the low bar of investor expectations earlier in the year. That said, most of the revenue and earnings upside realization associated with the iPhone 13 cycle is still to come. In our view, leading investors to be willing to again contribute a peak multiple on consensus earning expectations similar to heading into the iPhone 12 cycle. JP Morgan liking Apple, naming it a top pick for 2022. We had Morgan Stanley initiating coverage of Sweetgreen, a newer name as overweight, going on to say, quote, a Best in breed, fast casual, sitting at the intersection of powerful emerging consumer and ESG dynamics with years of 25% plus unit growth ahead of it and a greater than 10 times unit growth potential. Profitability is still a few years off, but more reliant on general and administration leverage than proving out unit economics. Morgan Stanley liking sweet green. And then we had two final big time analyst calls today. We had Cohen naming Airbnb a top pick for 2022, going on to say, quote, Airbnb is on track to grow 33% versus pre-pandemic in Q4. And while its largest online travel peers are flat to down, while Street sees a major slowdown in 2022 on tough comps, we believe this is unrealistic given pent-up demand in the ongoing travel recovery. Cohen liking Airbnb on the backs of a travel recovery going into 2022. And then finally, 
Morgan Stanley reiterating Nike as overweight, going on to say, quote, production shortfalls and transit delays likely make for an inline second quarter and reiterated full year guidance. We're focused on production ramp up status, inventory levels, tactics to offset supply chain headwinds and China sales trends remain bullish given the compelling long term growth opportunity of Nike. Morgan Stanley liking Nike, reiterating it as overweight. And then we had two final headlines today, smaller headlines that not many people were focused on. So in California, they sent the solar names moving to the downside going into the beginning of the week today. Monday proposing um, basically reducing solar incentives on quote, according to uh, Reuters, California on Monday proposed reducing the rate at which homeowners can sell access electricity from their rooftop solar panels into the grid. A lot of solar companies not liking this, calling out uh, the California state government and being like, what the heck are you doing? Do you want clean energy? Do you want this shift to clean energy to continue? Why are you taking away these solar incentives? So you saw a lot of those solar names today move to the downside, given that California has been a big proponent of pushing this clean energy uh, movement, and now they're thinking about taking away solar incentives. It doesn't make much sense, and the solar names caught off guard today. Those names moving to the downside. And then finally, Wells Fargo and HSBC, guess what? They're jumping into the blockchain. Blockchain technology, people, is being adopted now by the big banks. Can you believe it? More uh, more blockchain technology adoption? Who would have thought? But guess what? It's been happening over the past few months and years like mad. And over the past few months, especially, you've been seeing a lot of this type of stuff. But what in the world are Wells Fargo and HSBC doing with this blockchain technology? Well, guess what? They're going to be using it to process cross-border payments. Think about that. So, on quote, according to BlockWorks, the two financial services titans will jointly use a shared settlement ledger to process U.S. dollar, Canadian dollar british pound sterling in euro transactions the firm announced today so some big time stuff coming out of wells fargo and hsbc in reference to blockchain technology they're going to be using this blockchain technology to process payments um in transactions with u.s dollar canadian dollar british pound sterling in euro transactions that's some big time stuff this is all going to be run on the batten systems core fx distributed ledger technology which is very interesting and also Wells Fargo and HSBC also saying that they plan to expand this. They plan to continue expanding in this blockchain technology and using this for other major financial transactions and uh, to add more participants uh, to this technology use. So some more adoption of blockchain technology by the big banks, big institutions, um, and mega companies of the world. A headline I thought we should throw in there for all of the blockchain crypto lovers of the world. But either way, thank you for listening to another episode of The Running With Money Briefing. We will be back, of course, tomorrow to talk the biggest headlines, biggest analyst calls, and any anything money and wealth building, really, is what we talk about here on the show. But in the meantime, go give my boys a listen over at Pond of the Table. My fellow team members turning out the best content in the financial space. You can listen to them on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts at Pounding the Table or give them a follow at Pounding the Table on Twitter. Also, give me and my team a follow at Running With the Money on Instagram and Facebook at Running With The Money or at me, at Luke Donay. Um, and you can it'll, uh, honestly shoot me a DM, at me, uh, comment on any of my Twitter posts. If you have a question, um, if you have advice for the show, some constructive feedback, you want to see something different on the show, let us know. We're here to help you turn out the content for you to learn. And that's what we're all about. In the meantime, easily profit trade on, and I will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.